Hey guys, it's Simmy, and this is Wrestling Unlimited, as it's Friday, and tonight was Friday Night Smackdown. I see uh, Janelle in the live chat on YouTube says, Friday Night Smackdown was awesome, just like The Miz. Well, speaking of The Miz, after Smackdown went off the air, The Miz took on Cody Rhodes in a dark match. How about that? You're mentioning The Miz, and The Miz actually worked tonight's Smackdown tapings. Not on TV, but for the live crowd. But with that, SmackDown, as far as I thought, was a pretty good show. I thought it felt very smooth. I thought it flowed very well. The last couple of weeks of SmackDown in particular, I felt, has flowed very well. And even the last Raw, if not the last two Raws, had good momentum throughout the show as far as it just getting through from start to finish and not feeling long. And that was like tonight's show. It really flew by, I guess you could say. But... We'll talk about that in a minute. I want to say thank you if you are watching this show in multiple different ways. You can watch this show as far as, <clears throat> excuse me, you can watch this show as far as live or later. You can watch live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, live or later on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, or on podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Ankle, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and they always give you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here. Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember, if you are watching on YouTube, you can hit the join button down below to become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Also, finally, remember to head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming one of the free games or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, or Fall Guys, use our code, which did not pop up on the screen. There we go. PWUnlimited at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Again, use code PWUNLIMITED. Whether you're getting Star Wars Jedi Survivor, whether you're getting bucks for Fortnite. You know, Fortnite's got a lot of cool things right now. Whether you're getting... The free game, which is, it just changed. The free game right now is Midnight Ghost Hunt. I've never played it, but I've watched people play it, and it looks very interesting. Use code P-W-U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D at checkout, and you, again, will be supporting us at no extra cost. So as far as tonight's Friday Night Smackdown does go, and let me refresh my notes because they did freeze on me. Give me two seconds. Let's hit that refresh button because I used Google Docs. And it's refreshing. And I think we're, yep, we're good. <clears throat> so as far as tonight's Friday Night Smackdown does go. Michael Cole and Wade Barrett, welcome to the show. And they started it off at ringside. They talked about Roman Reigns' 
1,000 Days as Champion, and then they sent it to a video package narrated by Paul Heyman, which was really good, talking about Roman Reigns from the time he won the Universal Championship at Payback 2020? Or was it 2021? Oh, man, now I got to double-check. WWE Payback. I want to say it was 2020, but I want to double-check that. Isn't that triple threat? Yes, Payback 2020. Roman's coming on almost three years as champion. Straight. Because August will be three years if he makes it to August. Alexa, how many days are in three years? So Roman can make it to August 30th, which is three years, 1,095 days. Right now he is at 1,007, I want to say it is. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, seven. 1,007. So great video by, or narrated by Paul Heyman, just giving us the timeline of everything that happened with Roman in the title reign. And then cut it, uh, send it to Austin Theory. Theory welcomed us to Austin Theory Live. Theory reminded everyone that tonight is about celebrating the Tribal Chiefs title reign. But he also called himself the greatest United States champion of all time and said, if you had my reign with Roman Reigns' reign, then we would have a reign of 1,209 days. Theory said that would be as inspiring as saying that he's the guy that beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Theory said that he'll one day have a 1,000-day or 2,000 or 3,000 or 4,000-day celebration. Theory said that he's 25 years old and the greatest to ever do this. Theory then introduced Pretty Deadly. Now, here's my thing. I like Theory's confidence here as far as the whole, I'll be U.S. champion for 1,000 days. I'll be U.S. champion forever. But wouldn't he eventually want to be WWE champion? Whether that's the Undisputed Universal champion or the World Heavyweight champion? Like, come on, guy. Anyways, Pretty Deadly came out and we had a six-man tag team match. It was Pretty Deadly and Austin Theory against the Brawling Brutes beforehand. Beforehand, Kit Wilson first talked, but Elton Prince kind of chimed in quickly saying that they wanted to celebrate Theory as the best they know how. Pretty Deadly did their catchphrase, yes, boy, and was almost instantly cut off by the Brawling Brutes theme song. So, yeah, this match went forever. Like, this match did not need to go almost 20 minutes. This match went 19 and a half, or 17 and a half minutes. Like, holy crap. This match was long. This was... I liked the match, but I didn't like how long it was. Like, it could have been shorter. Elton Prince and Rich Holland began the match with Holland getting the better of it. Butch finally tagged in and drop-kicked Prince, who backed Butch into the heel corner. Wilson tagged in and kept control of the heel's favor, in the heel's favor. Eventually, Butch landed a clothesline. Wilson retreated and tagged in Theory. In response, Butch tagged in Sheamus. The show cut to a commercial break before the two ever locked up. Butch, uh, Butch... Or no, back from break. I don't know why I wrote that, read that as Bush. Back from break, Prince was working over Butch until Prince tagged in Theory. Theory stomped on Butch and posed. Wilson then tagged, tagged in and stomped on Butch. Prince tagged in and kicked Butch while Theory held him. Butch fired up and hit a tornado DDT from the second rope. As a result, Butch got the hot tag to Sheamus. Theory tagged in too, and Sheamus landed a series of clotheslines on Theory. Sheamus hit backbreakers on all the heels before the Brutes landed the triple white noise on all three heels. 
Sheamus at one point then hit a road kick on Theory, but Pretty Deadly pulled Theory out of the ring before Sheamus can go for the pin. After a commercial break, Butch was running kicks on Pretty Deadly inside the ring. Holland tagged in and took down Prince. Sheamus, who went to the top, hit a knee on Prince and got a two off of him. Sheamus then lifted Prince, but Prince worked his way out and tagged in Wilson, who hit Pretty Deadly's signature move. Theory then tagged in and slammed Sheamus for the good old near fall, like close near fall. Sheamus then got to his feet and clotheslined Theory before things broke down. Theory rolled into a knee from Sheamus, and Sheamus got another close near fall out of it. Prince and Holland were the legal men, and Holland lifted Pretty Deadly's, uh, Pretty Deadly's Prince over his head for an impressive slam. The Brutes then hit the 10 beats of the Baldron on Pretty Deadly in Theory. Holland slammed Wilson, but Theory broke up the pin attempt. From there, Theory kneed Butch in the face as Sheamus took Theory to the outside. Meanwhile, Prince and Wilson had some shenanigans, ultimately ending up with Wilson chop-blocking Holland. Pretty Deadly then hit the spilt milk on Holland and tagged in Theory, who then pinned Holland to pick up the victory. So there we go. The heels beat the brawling Brutes. Paul Heyman was shown backstage with Solo Sokoa. Heyman said that the night has to be very special for Roman. Reigns, no, Sokoa, naturally, well, said nothing. Heyman said that he was going to talk to Adam Pierce to make sure the Usos won't be bugging or doing anything during the Thousand Day Celebration, which, yeah, we'll talk about that as far as the Adam Pierce-Paul Heyman segment. Um, an OC segment aired and they talked about how AJ's celebrating his birthday and, and Styles asked Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson to take out Hit Row after Hit Row released a diss track towards them on social media. Then we had a three minute match, if even that. It was the OC, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows against Hit Row's top dollar and Ashanti the Adonis. And when I say the last match went long, this match went short. But in a good way. So Ashanti got the better of Anderson early on in the match, and Top Dollar would tag in and kept the energy up against Anderson. Ashanti tagged back in and chopped Anderson over the middle rope via his leg. B-Fab then hit Anderson, and that inspired Meechin to jaw B-Fab. Inside the ring, Anderson broke through a spine buster. Gallows received a hot tag and took everybody out in sight. Anderson then tagged back in. They hit the Magic Killer, and they pinned Ashanti to pick up the victory. After the match, Top Dollar went on the attack of the Good Brothers, but AJ would quickly jump in with a phenomenal forearm. Bada bing, bada boom. Cole then tried to rap and said, Hey, I've won a few rap battles in my time. So there we go. Good Brothers, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, the OC, defeat hit row. So let me go to Adam Pierce's office. Paul Heyman walks in. Tell, uh, Pierce tells Heyman that, Hey, don't worry about the Usos. Their travel has been canceled for this week. Yet, even if they try to come here by themselves, I have ample security outside to say that, that knows not to let them in. Heyman then grabs the phone and says, uh, please call Roman Reigns. And soon as he said, travel's been canceled. Soon as he said, I've got security outside. I go, oh, the Usos are interrupting. And I wish they would have interrupted in a better way than they did. I wish they would have showed them getting through security and stuff. Because this was kind of just meh as far as, oh, they just got in the building. Well, how? What happened to Pierce's security? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because then we had the Grayson Walla effect with Asuka, the new Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown. 
Waller welcomed the champion to the ring. Asuka came to the ring, and Waller threw to a video package, recalling the women's title match from Night of Champions. Asuka announced herself as the Raw Women's Champion and danced a little bit. Grayson pointed to the Money in the Bank briefcase and said, there's a woman in the locker room who thinks they're ready for you. Cameron then caught Asuka putting the blue stuff in her mouth, like setting up for the mist at one point. Like, come on, really? EO Sky's music then hit, and Sky walked down to the ring, speaking in a foreign language, most likely Japan or Japanese. Asuka then responded in kind. Waller broke up the verbal exchange, and Bailey's music would hit. Bailey walked to the ring and said either Bailey or Sky will win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Bailey was cut off by Shotzi, who came to the ring with a microphone and said that she wanted to crush Bailey's dreams. Shotzi was then cut off by Lacey Evans, and Lacey walked to the ring with a microphone wearing a Sergeant Slaughter inspired hat. Evans said that the Money in the Bank contract is going to be hers. Evans then referenced the Cobra Clutch, and huh, Zelina's music would hit. Zelina would walk out to the ring. Zelina said everyone is understand is mis- is underestimating her. Vega said that Evans isn't half the woman she is. The women yelled at each other. They talked over each other until Asuka cut them off by some uh, saying, Nobody is ready for Asuka. Until, well, Bianca Belair would attack Asuka from behind. The two brawled until officials separated them. Bianca doing a little heel stuff there. Bianca attacking from behind. No, no, that's not what a baby face does. Uh, give me one second. The video is playing. Like, the stream is going, but it's very choppy right now. Let me see if I can fix that really fast. Um, I'm going to lower my settings and see if this helps. Just notice the stream is very choppy. All right, see if that helps over the next couple of minutes. Kevin Grimes and Anna Pierce were shown backstage talking. Grimes said if Baron Corbin shows up on SmackDown again, after seeing what Corbin did on NXT, Grimes is going to take him out. So then we had a two-minute and 50-second match. It was a Money in the Bank qualifiers, Lena Vega and Lacey Evans. During a, comer- um, oh. yeah, during a commercial break, Evans hit Vega with a woman's right, and Vega was selling it until the bell rang. Because of... Because of as much, Evans had the edge to start the match. The moment kept up through the first 90 seconds of the match, including Evans slamming Vega head first onto the canvas. Evans then worked a chin lock until Vega kicked her way out of it. Seemingly out of nowhere, she hits a code red and just picks up the victory. There we go. Uh, looks like the stream should be smoother now. Let me know in the live chat if it's still bugging out. So we go to the back, and Santos Escobar was shown talking with the LWO, saying he can't wait to win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Rey Mysterio would appear and said it's only a matter of time until Escobar and Vega are Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. Turns out next week, Escobar will face off against Mustafa Ali in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Actually, a number of Money in the Bank qualifying matches are taking place next week. Let me pull that up right here. Um, I thought I had the graphic. Hold on. Give me one second. I should have the graphic here. Um, I don't have the graphic. I thought I saved it, but I didn't. Let me look at one other thing. 
the number. I think it was like, yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. One, two, three, four qualifying matches have been announced for next week's SmackDown. And we'll pull that up on the screen. Let's see. So first off, we will see Butch take on Baron Corbin. If I'm predicting Butch. Santos Escobar will take on Mustafa Ali. I'm going to say Santos Escobar. Meechin versus Bailey. That's a tough one. I'm going to go Bailey. Then we have Shotzi and EO. I think it's going to be Shotzi and EO just gets a shot for the title against Asuka. I could be wrong on those women's ones, and it couldn't be Meechin and EO or Bailey and EO or Meechin and Shotzi. Those ones are harder to predict for me. But I think Butch and, Butch and Santos for sure. And then if I'm predicting Shotzi and Bailey, which again, I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong on that. Whoops. It didn't switch. There we go. Let's see. Uh, so as we move forward. Oh, also, also interesting to see. Mackenzie Mitchell working SmackDown tonight. She's predominantly always worked Raw. I mean, um, NXT. But she was in town. She did the rundowns before SmackDown. And she was on the show, I think, too. No, no, no. Um, that's not from the show. That was a clip from something else, I think, actually. Hold on. Give me one second. Mackenzie Mitchell was there, which is a upgrade for her. She's taking that Megan Morant spot, maybe? Let me see. Um, why can't I find this now? Lord have mercy. Mm. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So this was from... Was this from Smack? No. This is just a digital exclusive interview, but cool. Mackenzie Mitchell getting that upgrade to Raw or to SmackDown. I don't know what that means for Megan Morant. Does she still work NXT? You know, her husband's on NXT, Vic Joseph. So, like, those two just working NXT together was always like a sweet deal for them. But as we move forward. We had another Money in the Bank qualifying match. This time it was LA Knight versus Montez Ford. This match went 9 minutes and 12 seconds, and it really felt like it only went like 4 or 5. This match felt like it flew by. Flew by. Um, so Knight got a hell of a pop once his music hit, and I have no idea why WWE keeps ignoring him. This man is in Money in the Bank. He won tonight. Give this man the goddamn briefcase. Give this man the briefcase. I'm going to say it right now. I'll say it again. Give L.A. Knight the DGD money in the bank briefcase, please, WWE. So the match begins as the two locked up. Crowd was chanting Knight's name voiceferously, like loudly. The two traded some standard standing holds when Ford took Knight down. The crowd booed and Ford smiled. 
It was like Hogan Rock Mania 19 when they turned the, the heel face dynamic right around to what we didn't think it was going to be. Ford then went to the outside via night in a commercial break. Back from the break, the two were trading blows. Ford had control with a series of clotheslines. Ford then played to the crowd and, and for a split second had Knight. But Knight then picked up Ford and slammed her for a two. Knight elbowed Ford on the ground or to the ground. Knight then went for a springboard moonsault, but Ford moved. Ford hit a rock bottom for a great near fall. The, ro- the crowd then started chanting, LA Knight, LA Knight. And we got a double close down or clothesline spot for a double down. Both guys were on their knees and traded some blows. Knight put Ford on the apron, but Ford responded with a kick to the face. Ford went to the top, but Knight cut him off. Ford then pushed him away and went for a frog splash, but Knight moved out of the way. The two then traded roll-ups, and Knight got the win with holding the ropes. I don't care how L.A. Knight wins. He's a heel, but I'm liking L.A. Knight in Money in the Bank. Now let him win it. Please let him win it. Crowd popped huge for L.A. Knight's win. After the match, Knight grabbed a ladder and climbed to the top as the crowd was still happy for him. Then there's like 35 minutes left in the show. Maybe not quite. Maybe like 30. Now comes Triple H. Behold the King of Kings. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Triple H makes his way out to the ring. We go to commercial break. They say Triple H is out here for the Roman Reigns 1,000-day celebration. So after the commercial break, Triple H spoke about how some people are talked about for generations to come. Triple H said, we will talk about uh, this for generations, and welcome to the ring, the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns then made his way out to the ring with Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa. Triple H said that on behalf of everybody in WWE and around the world, he wanted to congratulate Roman on passing 1,000 days as the champion. Um, Triple H said that it hadn't been accomplished, well, in almost 40 years. Triple H then said that we have something for you. It is right here. It is a brand new, undisputed, universal WWE championship. We'll put that up on the screen right here. Uh, The belt didn't really look much different from the other one other than behind the WWE logo. It's gold. It's all gold. Crowd cheered as Reigns held the belt up high. Um, Let's whip the... Why is it not showing me the other images? There we go. Roman held the belt up high as Pyro went off in the building. Roman showed the belt to Heyman. Roman showed the belt to Solo. And then Triple H put it around his waist doing his best to Dana White. But then you guessed it. But then you guessed it. Out would come the Usos. Usos would make their way out to the ring. Roman, super pissed off. Uh, The show returned from the break. And Jimmy was engaged in just a beefy stare down with Roman Reigns. Roman then looks at Jay and said, kick him. Kick him in the face right now. Roman's like, did I stutter? Did I stutter? Kick him in the face. Talk about Jay kicking Jimmy. Roman said that Jimmy 
kicked Roman in the face. So Jay needs to fix this. Fix this by kicking his brother in the face. Jimmy chimed in and said, the only one who needs fixing is you. Jimmy said, Jay can't fix it because Jimmy was the one who kicked Roman. Jimmy said that he did what he did because he was being a brother. Jimmy said, lately, Roman hasn't been a good brother. Jimmy asked what kind of brother beats down his own family. Jimmy followed that up by saying that Roman has just gone completely crazy. Jimmy said that he's going to protect Solo, and Roman is going to eventually kick Solo to the side, just like he's done to them. Crowd then chanted for the Usos. Uso, Uso. Roman then said that the only reason the crowd is chanting for you is because of me and what I have made you guys into. Roman reassured, reassured that he is the tribal chief. Roman then says that I want to hear it from Solo. So he gave Solo the microphone. Solo looks very conflicted. Solo then said, I acknowledge you, my tribal chief. Roman seems happy. Jimmy and Jay, he said, but Usos are my brothers. Crowd cheered and Solo gave the mic back to Roman before walking to the side of the Usos. Jimmy asked Roman, is this what you really wanted? Is this how it's going to wind up? You, on the island of relevancy, as a tribal chief, all by yourself? Jimmy then gets in Roman's face and pushes Roman. He just face palms him like Roman did to him weeks ago. Roman gets pissed off and starts to yell. The crowd chants, holy shit, holy shit, and WWE just mutes all audio. Jay then steps in as Roman tries to step to Jimmy. Jay's like, hey! And he pushes Roman back a little bit and holds Roman back. Tries to get everyone to calm down. Jay says, he needs both of them. He doesn't need just Roman. He doesn't need just Jimmy. He needs both of them. And they all need each other. Jimmy said, Jay's right. They are stronger all together. Jimmy said that they're all brothers. And they should do it all together. And quote, run the damn place. But Jimmy kept asking if they're still family. And if they're still the ones. Roman looked aggravated. Roman and Jimmy embraced. And it looked like Roman was crying. And I get flashbacks to Hell in a Cell 2020. When this all happened before. Roman was beating the shit out of Jay. Jimmy then comes in. Stops Roman. Roman looks conflicted. Roman starts crying. What am I doing? Why am I beating up my family? Jimmy, you're right. And it all goes back full circle. At that same moment, when Roman looked conflicted inside Hell in a Cell, beating down Jay with Jimmy trying to get in the way, Roman was putting on an act. Roman still wanted to beat their asses. Roman looks like he's going to cry here tonight. He finally puts the mic to his mouth and says, No! He then pushes Jimmy off of him and Solo! It's Jimmy with a Samoan spike. Roman walks out of the ring. Solo looks over at his brothers, looks over at Roman who's walking, walking off. And he gets out of the ring and goes with Roman and Heyman. Jimmy sold this spike big. Jay is checking on him. And Heyman asks Roman, what, what, what about Jay, my tribal chief? What about, what about Jay? And Roman says, Jay will do. What Jay always does, he will fall in line. There we go. That how the show went off the air. With Solo 
swerving his brothers, sticking with Roman, attacking Jimmy. Jay still conflicted, and Roman thinking Jimmy will still be on his side, or Jay will still be on his side. Yeah, great main event angle. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Bloodline stuff just continues to keep getting amazing. Better, good, great, as Tony the Tiger would say. With that, guys, that was Friday Night Smackdown. A really good Friday Night Smackdown, and we still have one, two, three, four more episodes before Money in the Bank. Yeah, that's right. One, two, three, four more episodes before Money in the Bank. I thought it was less. No. Still got a month of episodes. But with that, guys, you know what I thought about SmackDown. Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. As far as the polls do go, let's refresh those really fast. Shaboom. Shaboom. As far as the Twitter poll does go. 60% 60% liked the show, 36% thought it was just all right, and 3% did not like it. Looking over at the YouTube community poll, 79% liked the show, 16% thought it was just all right, and 6% did not like it. Some of the comments here says, loved it, versus I was surprised what Solo did. Versus says, I'm sensing it will be Jimmy versus Roman for the new Undisputed Universal Championship at Money in the Bank. Good chance, very good chance. Versus says, kind of lackluster, good, but it's a good way to build solid storyline for Money in the Bank. I don't know if I'd say lackluster, but I can get where people are kind of getting bored of it. Versus says, Jay might help Jimmy, most likely. Um, this person says, outside of the ending, the show was trash. I wouldn't go that far. And this person says, I like it. With the new belt, good look. I mean, I don't like the new belt that much. I don't know why we need the gold behind the back of it. Yeah, whatever. But uh, looking at the Twitch poll, 100% liked the show. And the YouTube community poll, basically the same as the YouTube... No, the YouTube live poll, which is basically the exact same as the YouTube community poll. Actually, almost the exact same. 79 liked the show. 14% thought it was just all right. And 6% did not like it. With that, guys, that is going to wrap everything up. I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. With that, guys, have a great night. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you back here Monday for the wrestling wrap-up. Have a good one, guys.